0: battle the president is uh, prepared to make a nomination very soon for the high court to try and decide this at this late moment is despicable approaching 200,000 coronavirus deaths there's a lot of virus left to go in this country an emmy sweep schitt's creek Good morning. I'm Peter King in Orlando with the CBS World News Roundup. The entrance to the Supreme Court is draped in black, as is Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat, a tradition when a justice dies during his or her term. But the fight for that seat has been furious since her death Friday. White House spokeswoman Kaylee McEnany tells CBS this morning the president will name a nominee this week.
1: The president is clear in saying that he will be nominating someone to the Supreme Court. Um, in fact, 29 times in history, of it- president in their last year um, of their term has in fact nominated someone and been considered by the Senate.
0: Ginsburg said she wanted the next president to name her replacement. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. 62% of Americans agree with her. Democrats, Republicans, and independents all agree that it is only right for us to abide by RBG's last wish. White House correspondent Ben Tracy. Two
1: of the top contenders are U.S. Court of Appeals judges Amy Coney Barrett and Barbara Lagoa. The 48 year old Barrett is a favorite of religious conservatives for her anti-abortion views. She clerked for former Justice Antonin Scalia, and President Trump considered her to replace Justice Kennedy when he retired.
0: She's very highly respected, I can say that.
1: Lagoa is 52 and has a longer judicial record. She is also a conservative as well as a first-generation Cuban-American from the key swing state of Florida.
0: She's an extraordinary person. I've heard incredible things about her. I don't know her. To jam this nomination through the Senate,
1: It's just an exercise in raw political power. Joe Biden said he expected President Trump to nominate someone, but appealed to Republican senators, imploring them not to vote on a nominee before the November election. Don't go there. Uphold
0: your constitutional duty your conscience. It would take four Republicans going against the president to block a nomination. So far, two have. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. All
1: eyes now are on two Republicans, Mitt Romney of Utah, who has shown a willingness to break with his party before, and Cory Gardner of Colorado, who is locked in a tough bid for re-election.
0: Correspondent Jan Crawford.
1: All weekend, the Supreme Court often the site of protest, became a place of tribute.
0: Seeing her dissent all the time and speak her own mind.
1: And give thanks.
0: Going into the legal profession, she definitely paved the way for me. Just knowing that if she was able to do it, then we can too.
1: President Clinton nominated her to the high court in 1993. She had the best judgment on when to work with others whenever she could and when to stand up when she couldn't stand it.
0: The countdown clocks are ticking just eight days until the first debate, 43 days until Election Day. And our latest CBS News battleground tracker shows it's a close race in two key states. CBS News Deputy Director of Surveys Jennifer DePinto.
1: In Texas, President Trump leads Biden by two points. But we do see a tightening of the race in Florida. Biden was ahead by six points there earlier this summer, but leads by just two points now.
0: The U.S. is closing in on a number that was thought to be unfathomable when the pandemic began. The 200,000 death mark expected to come today. Health officials still say face masks and social distancing are the best ways to prevent more deaths. Harvard's Dr. William Harnage says people are getting tired of that, and as they move inside this fall, there will be more outbreaks. We're going to see more severe illness, and we're going to see more deaths. However, I don't think
1: it is going to be as catastrophic as the spring. In the spring, we had no idea really what we were dealing
0: with. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol agents have arrested a woman accused of sending an envelope containing the poison ricin to the White House. She was arrested while trying to enter the U.S. from Canada near Buffalo. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police say the letter came from Canada. The letter was intercepted before getting anywhere near the White House. Texas is bracing for Tropical Storm Beta. The National Hurricane Center says it's centered about 100 miles south of Galveston. Top winds at about 50 and while the rainfall forecast has been cut in half, Galveston County Judge Mark Henry says it's still a dangerous storm. The
1: coastal surge combined with the freshwater rain combined with the inability for those waters to recede are our greatest concerns.
0: Landfall is expected late tonight or early tomorrow between Galveston and Corpus Christi with the storm then moving east. It may seem like Groundhog Day for some 19,000 firefighters still trying to bring down more than two dozen wildfires in California. The Bobcat Fire northeast of Los Angeles has grown to at least 156 square miles. The anxiety level is off the charts. It's been a very emotional time for everybody. a lot of people lost their homes. A lot of our friends wow. lost their homes. Fire officials say the continued hot, dry, windy weather today isn't helping. An Emmy Awards show for the COVID-19 era includes a comedy clean sweep for Schitt's Creek. It's
1: the 72nd Emmy Award. It was unlike any previous Emmy Award show. Sure, there were moments on ABC that looked and sounded like a traditional presentation. Jimmy Kimmel. Well, hello and welcome to the Pandemies. But the applause and laughter, it wasn't live. And the winners did not accept their awards at Staples Center in LA. More than a hundred locations, most of them homes, were connected by internet video feeds. The busiest remote location last night was Toronto. And the
0: Emmy goes
1: to Schitt's Creek. That's where the cast and crew of the quirky Canadian comedy Schitt's Creek, having all tested negative for COVID-19 gathered last night, the first seven winners came from that show, as Schitt's Creek pulled off an historic sweep, winning every Emmy in the comedy categories. Succession. Succession won for Outstanding Drama and...
0: Watchmen!
1: It won Best Limited Series. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles.
0: At the U.S. Open in Mamaroneck, New York. The applause was for winner Bryson DeChambeau, who picks up his first major tournament win with his family watching the NBC telecast. I He's only the third person ever to win an NCAA title, a U.S. amateur, and the U.S. Open. Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods are the others. Pretty good company. Forget about homeschool. How about farm school?
1: The seed for Kimmy Williamson's idea was planted long ago. This has always been something that. I dreamed about teaching in an environment like this. Frustrated with COVID-19 virtual learning in the spring, the Sheridan, Arkansas teacher turned in her school district resignation. Williamson decided to turn her mini farm into a preschool called Grow With Me. It is fun hands-on experience. She says the experience for young children is filled with learning while including animals, nature, and farm life. I would do stuff with gardening but I would tie in math science and so it kind of sparked that passion in me like I love teaching from this farm. Williamson says she believes her most unusual preschool is what she truly was called to do. Jim Crisula, CBS News.
0: And that's the World News Roundup for Monday, September twenty-first, 2020. I'm Peter King, CBS News. Always on the go? You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On the Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On the Go ad free on Wondery Plus.
1: Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast hey everybody john stewart here i am here to tell you about my new podcast the weekly show it's going to be coming out every thursday so exciting you'll you'll be saying to yourself "TGIT," thank god it's thursday we're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me the election economics earnings calls what are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to the weekly show with John Stewart